Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Life Coaching Spot. I'm your host, Kathy Walker, and I'm back with another episode, and this one is going to be intimate. So if your kids are listening, you might want to put on your headphones. You have been forward. <laughs> so last time I was talking about the heroine's journey and the necessary path to empowerment that requires recognizing where you're playing victim in your life so that you can transcend it. And as I mentioned, there are many places where we play victim without even realizing it because more often than not, our reasons are justified, right? <laughs> That's why it's so compelling. And the truth is, women have a darn good reason for feeling victimized. And I don't even think I need to go into all the levels of shame and blame and pain and abuse that women have endured over the centuries. But claiming victim, regardless of circumstances, is the opposite of empowering. Right, but men, but women have found many ways to adapt and survive within the patriarchy, and one of the ways has been to play down our power, right, appearing weak, so that we don't come across as intimidating or, God forbid, strong-willed. <laughs> but the truth is, we are not weak, right? We give birth. We've done, we've endured a lot. We are strong. But another way strong women have survived in a world where um, feminine traits are kind of viewed as less than is to embrace our masculine traits and deny our feminine altogether. So... In the last few years, I've come to realize that that's exactly what I did. I sacrificed my femininity in order to survive. I picked myself up by my bootstraps and raised my kid and build my, built my business. I didn't even know what being feminine really meant, right? Sadly, I thought it meant being pretty and delicate and weak even and to be dependent on a man. And I wasn't willing to do that. And I was far too busy making my way to lie around and being what I thought feminine was. But it turns out the feminine is much more powerful and important than I ever knew. And I, I believe the world is only just beginning to wake up to this as well. It's still hidden, but it's awakening. And now is the time, right? So let me back up and get a bit more personal. So at the end of 2018, as you may remember, I participated in a sacred medicine ceremony in Mexico. And my intention for that week-long retreat was to basically discover what was keeping me from 
opening up intimately with my husband, whom I love and adore with all my heart, by the way. Why was I avoiding sex? I mean, I had certainly been sexual in past relationships, so it didn't make sense. Why was I avoiding it in my relationship with a man I deeply loved and cared for? What I learned was that I hadn't truly allowed myself the level of vulnerability that intimacy requires. You know, you can have sex without being intimate, just like you can be intimate without having sex. And so there was just this disconnect, right? So there I was in love with someone who truly loves me for me, finally feeling so safe and free to open up, but I just couldn't do it. Yeah, because I'd put up so many walls of protection to keep me from getting hurt. Yeah, I just couldn't open up because I was numb. So the medicine journey showed me exactly why I'd built up those walls. I don't know if you've ever participated in an ayahuasca medicine journey before. It's not for everyone. (laughs) But I was shown things that were not easy to look at from my own life and beyond my own life to what generations of women in my family have endured and repressed for centuries. Yeah. And that's what the medicine does. It gives you the whole truth if you ask for it. And I was asking for it. I've always been one to ask the deeper questions. (laughs) Yeah. It's a part of being a fire sign. It's like, I want to know, and I want to know now. Show me everything. (laughs) But what I was shown was the door to the most sacred area of my body that is actually the home of my femininity, my womb, and my feminine sexual organs. And what I found was that that door was just bolted shut. And now I understood why. And seeing all this, it it all came as such a huge, like, whoa, surprise. I mean, looking back now, it's so obvious, but I was just so disconnected. I couldn't see it. And you may be listening to this thinking, what on earth is she talking about? Well, I'm trying to tell you about a powerful awakening that I have experienced that's been hiding inside of me for my entire life. The awakening of my own femininity, which I've come to know as the sacred feminine or the divine feminine. I've also found (laughs) over the years talking to women that it's not that uncommon to not have a clue what the feminine really is and the nature of the feminine. So after that 
powerful experience. I knew I needed to do whatever I could to awaken these parts of me that I've ignored. And even though it all felt so mysterious and I had no idea where to begin, I could feel how incredibly important it was. It is. So that's what I've been up to, (laughs) awakening my sacred feminine as I guide other women like myself to do the same. It's completely amazing to be making these discoveries in my 50s. It's, it's actually miraculous. I feel more alive now than I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> it's been the most sacred and incredible journey that I've ever been on. I used to think all growth had to be hard and painful. You know, and I did my share of that work, (laughs) digging through the trenches. Now I see that there's another teacher that has an entirely different strategy, and it's the way of the feminine. It's gentle and soft. It's joyful and emotional, too, but always returning to this place of openness and love. And it's no wonder why I didn't have access to this discovery before. I was way too busy trying to get it all done and get to perfect, right? To please everyone else, to earn my worthiness, to belong, to feel worthy of belonging, to feel worthy of being loved. I didn't have the ears to hear the call of the feminine. A call that was letting me know that I was born worthy. We all are. That I'm safe. And that I'm loved. And that everything I need to feel this, to know this, lives inside of me. So the path of awakening to my feminine has opened me up to more goodness than I ever thought possible. Not only in my relationship with my husband, but most importantly, my relationship with myself, which has affected everything else in my life. I've always heard that the feminine is deeply mysterious, (laughs) and I... I've always been confused by this. What, like, what does that even mean? And of course, it couldn't be explained, right? It's deeply mysterious. And the deeper I go, and the, the more amazed I am by the feminine mystery and her vastly abundant nature that is being revealed inside me every single moment of every single day. And it's amazing that something so wonderful and so expansive could have been hiding inside of my body for half a century. Like, how did it take me so long to get here? I just didn't know about it. Because coming to know the feminine isn't something you can learn about through the books or even hearing about it like right now. No, you find the feminine through embodiment. 
So I offer these embodiment practices to my one-on-one clients and I'm resolved to share more and more of these practices with you here. But today, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about my own experience, give you a taste or maybe a little curiosity so that I can set some groundwork here because this is a, it's a pivot from what I've been talking about because my life has so drastically pivoted in the most incredible direction over the last few years. And I've been waiting for the opportunity to share this with you. So I'm going to leave you with a simple practice for feeling into your own feminine nature. So here's what you're, here's what you're going to need. You want to find a place where you can have some privacy. I know it's hard during this time, but maybe it's your bedroom. Maybe it's your bathroom. <laughs> Somewhere you can go and lock the door to just be alone for a little bit. <laughs> if you've got kids, you know, see if somebody else can take them for a bit or, you know, maybe set them up with a, a fun film or something while you just take a little bit of time even 15 minutes. Yeah. So you're going to need to gather some prompts to activate as many of your senses as possible. So maybe that means preparing a little tray of tasty fruit or chocolate. Yeah. It's like you're getting ready for a date with yourself. Oh, so good. Um, maybe get out uh, some essential oil, uh, maybe your favorite scent or your favorite perfume to put on your wrists or your neck. Uh, turn on some really s lovely flowing music, music that you can move to, but that, that's soothing, that makes you feel good. And uh, put something on that feels soft and soothing on your skin, like maybe silk or cotton. Or if you're feeling really free, just be naked. Um, yeah, gather up as many candles as you can find and just set them around your little space and turn off the lights and light your candles. Put on the music and then just close your eyes until you feel your body begin to respond to the music. And when it does, open your eyes, take in the light of the candles, take in the scent in the air, and just allow yourself to just get taken into the experience. Allow your body to just flow with the music, starting off really slow, just really allowing it, the music to move you rather than the other way around. You don't need to take charge. Allow yourself to be taken. Yeah, just lean into it. Take, take your time. Be gentle. To allow yourself to fall into it and say hello to your feminine. Blessed be.
Are you interested in working with me one-on-one or finding out more about my offerings? Please come visit me at my website, thelifecoachingspot.com. I'm looking forward to meeting you.